Have you ever scrolled through LinkedIn and come across a profile that immediately caught your attention? Listen up on this episode of the Nerd Brand Podcast as we talk more about LinkedIn in this three-part series. Byline and description are important elements of your LinkedIn profile that can uh, help you stand out and effectively communicate your brand and value to potential connections and employers. So an uh, example of that is, uh, I'm a thought leader. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I think really well. What the hell do you do? I literally watched somebody <laughs> say that to somebody on LinkedIn a while back when they interacted with somebody. They literally just were bluntly like, yeah, but what do you do? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> what do you think about? <laughs> right. I sit around all day trying to figure out my util. Do the Marvin thing. Do the thing. <laughs> I feel like I got a stick and I'm poking Mitch because Mitch is back with us on the show. Can you tell me what what thoughts you lead in? <laughs> it's Marvin the Martian, everyone. <laughs> I'm available for parties, bar mitzvahs. Bat mitzvahs, too. Bat mitzvahs, yeah. Yeah, huh? all right. We're also here joined by Jonathan Payne. It's like it's weird. We've had a... Everyone it's, is here. It's a rebirth. Yeah. It's a renaissance. Of the nerds. Yeah, yeah. Michaela and I are usually pretty much the staples of the show, and it's like, okay, well, these other guys now showed up, and it's like, oh. Uh, it, it was like, yes, like last night or night before, you were like, Mitchell will be joining us. <laughs> <laughs> to the principal's office. No one's allowed Mitchell. to call him that. Yeah. Well. Only my wife calls me that. <laughs> I told her that. Mm-hmm. She's starting to use it, so. I was it's trying a, to be whimsical because he was like, who's Mitchell? And I was like, Mitch. <laughs> what? Two and two together. That's all right. That's all right. Call me whatever you want. Just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> don't call me Shirley. All righty. So what's the importance of the byline? So what the byline is and why is it important? So tips for crafting an effective byline. John, you want to run down the uh, list? Uh, keep it concise. You have to. It's a character limit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Use keywords. So think about the things, especially if you're applying for a job or something like that, or you're trying to attract a, a certain type of client, use the keywords that are obviously going to trigger their mind and, and position you correctly. Um, personal brand positioning. And then uh, be authentic. Well, just be yourself. Yep. Hopefully somebody likes you. <laughs> That's part of what differentiates you. Right. Yeah. Can you clarify? Does somebody want to clarify what brand positioning is? Mm-mm. Okay. No. Uh, Only because you asked. Well, <laughs> it's how you sit in the mind of your customer. So, like, when you think of Doritos, you think of chips. You don't think of, like, mustard. Right? Mm-hmm. So, you kind of, you also associate it with the Super Bowl. You associate it with parties, sandwiches. Yes, I said sandwiches. <laughs> so, that's that's brand positioning. Like, if Doritos made a soft drink, you know, that would be... <sighs> Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure about that. Yep, and that's the that's the response that everyone. <laughs> nothing like a <laughs> nothing like a nacho cheese flavored beverage. Yeah, <laughs> ranch. Just Way ranch. too early for that. Yeah, that was starting cool to get hungry, ranch, but not anymore. Cool ranch, but it might be okay. Cool ranch soda. It might be okay. You've seen there's you can sidebar. When I was on vacation last year, it's all sidebars on this show. We, we went to this little shop and they had. This ridiculous variety of sodas and, you know, Jones Soda Company. 
makes a lot of really unique yeah. flavors like turkey and mm-hmm. dressing. Yeah, diabetic yeah. soda. I can't even drink it anymore. It's just like I walk away with such a sugar hit. Yeah, but, they're, they're, <laughs> but they're just all these oddball sodas. So something like a Cool Ranch flavored soda is it's out there. I'm sure it's out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, let's get some. Anyways, the final one was use action verbs. I think that um, it's okay to revise this every now and then, but not like you know a tweet. Like I've, I think we do it. I'll uh, I'll look at what John changes his to, and then I'll look at mine. And then I quit doing it on mine because I was sort of like, uh, well, as CEO, that's probably confusing. I should stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people just need to know who you are. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to like uh, keep saying like, it's just the things we do. Like, I'm pretty descriptive about, I think, what we do. Um, my whole profile was... It's not like I came up with it myself on how to format it. It just kind of made sense, though, when I saw a couple of others out mm-hmm. west and doing the bullet points, you know, because everybody writes out these paragraphs that nobody reads. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage anybody to read Ryan Reynolds's. Uh, it's very concise and funny and engaging, but it is all very descriptive of what he does uh, as well. So that's some examples of bylines that I could recommend. I don't know if you all have seen anybody on LinkedIn that you like to follow or would recommend that uh, at all. I haven't. I don't. I mean, I see so many a day. I think that's, you know, how do you stand out in that environment? Mm Because I I read probably 20, 30 bylines a day. I don't remember them. (laughs) But, you know, when you put it all together with the face and if they are producing content regularly and they're popping up in your feed, especially if you've engaged with them, they're going to continue to pop up. I mean, I, I can't name any of them, but I know them when I see them. I know the identity. Um, yeah, and I know what they do. So yeah, and that's I think that's probably what really makes people stick with you, and that you keep that you refer back to them is mm-hmm. because they it it really has to me more to do with their content. If they're putting out usable, serviceable content that that work that that feeds a need, mm-hmm. you're going you're you're going to pay attention to them more so than but but at the same by the same token. Back to the topic, I guess. Your description and byline, the way those are worded, are going to turn you off. Or turn you <laughs> every. A lot of people follow pretty much the the same template right. when they fill out their you know who they are and what mm-hmm. they're about. And it, after a while, it, it all starts to become very vanilla. Yeah, it goes back to what you're saying about you know be real, be honest, because in the end, that's what's going to separate you from somebody else. Mm-hmm. Unless there's just nothing real about what you're about and what you're doing, right? Then you got to make it up. Yep. Yeah. It's not a coincidence when uh, talking about the description. This is the part that's under the about, um, I think is probably correct. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, pretty much the same rules. I mean, I, I've i made this mistake too where I've like, I don't know, just like I gotta put all the things in. <laughs> and then, you know, LinkedIn does list skills. And I took, I think I took all those out of mine because it's like, you know, really, I mean, I kind of pigeonholing you. <laughs> It does. It does. Um, I mean, it's it's great for job seeking. I mean, you don't want a bunch of job application or opportunities that you're not qualified for that you don't want to apply to. So I understand the filtering there. But if you're just kind of using it for brand, you know, brand building, brand persona, that type of thing, I'd, you know, keep it as wide as you can, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Michaela. <sighs> How long have you been on LinkedIn? How's your feeling of it? So 
We had to create a LinkedIn back when I was in college. It was something that all the undergrads had to do in like a first year seminar class. So I've had mine since like 2017 ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, like it, it was awkward and you were barely on it whenever you were a student. Like you just it existed. Right. And it, I didn't really start using it until uh, after my first like my first like big girl job after I stopped doing it. I was like, I don't want to belittle the serving job that I had because I did make good money, but I went to school for a reason and it wasn't to serve Mm -hmm. people. Um, Not in that kind of way anyway. Not in that that context. (laughs) Um, But yeah, whenever I worked for the nonprofit that I'd worked for, uh, that's whenever I started using it more frequently and I started using it even more frequently whenever I started here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of glad you, uh, you're you actually doing what you went to school for, at least, because, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be really awkward if you just asked Mitch and I and John all day, like, would you like a Coke or water? <laughs> I do do that before the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michaela has such hospitality still ingrained in her because your degree in background is in communications. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mitch is in uh, advertising. John is in uh, not 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 dying. I don't know what what's your actual not dying. <laughs> yeah, not dying. <laughs> That's my specialty. You're an undertaker, yeah, you know. Sometimes, uh, technically, I think it's business administration, but okay. it was a focus in marketing. Most of my classes were marketing. Okay, yeah, we won't talk about mine because if I did, it's all weird. Anyway, <laughs> um, but so underwater basket weaving. Yeah, yeah, that's what I. Did. <laughs> Ooh, underwater candle making. Can we there make you that? Go. Thing. <laughs> yeah, butter churning. Uh, you know, it's under underwater bur- butter churning. Yeah. Chicken milking. <laughs> I don't know. In, a, right, in a way, I think it served me. It was in. Uh, I'll, let's just say this: it's in leadership and philosophy. Let's put it that way. I think that's 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 as far as I want to go. Theology, the guys. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> there's no shame in it. No, there's not. But people have all these negative connotations sometimes in it, and that's why I don't usually bring it up. But you're fine. It's fine. Uh, but yeah. If they- <laughs> They don't have negative connotations after all of that. <laughs> well, you know, I know some people Mitch are going to be like chicken milking. So. I'm just kind of waiting. <laughs> I'm just waiting for somebody to ask me like later on in a couple of weeks when the show comes out, like, "What the hell is brown chicken, brown cow?" And I'm like, "Just say it really fast, but sing it, and you'll be all right." <laughs> you know, this, this brings up an interesting point. I mean, oh god, it, off that. How does that? <laughs> now, talk, talking about you know. You know, like you were talking about your qualifications and things like that. Yeah. One of the things that I find frustrating about LinkedIn is it's basically populated mostly Business. by two categories. People looking for jobs, mm-hmm. people trying to sell what they're over, overtly selling their mm-hmm. wares. I think you want to describe yourself in such a way where you don't fall into, obviously, one of those two categories. Where you look at it and think, they want to sell me something, mm-hmm. they want me to hire them. That's not, I mean, that's not my number one reason for going to LinkedIn. LinkedIn, I go there because I'm looking for resources, valuable information. You know, you're still tid- going there for escapism well, well, at the end of the day. To some degree, but, but I'm looking for tidbits of, of information that are going to help me do my job better yeah, or help yeah. me communicate daily life. better. That's yeah. not to say I'm never going to be looking for a new hire mm-hmm. or, God forbid, I'm looking for another job. Well, we wanted to talk to you about oh, yeah. that. Later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stick around a little while after the podcast. We got to talk. Um, we haven't done it all week, so it's like, we haven't fired you all no. week this week. We so. haven't done it since last year. We're overdue. We're really overdue. I'm overdue for a good for for a good sacking. Um, anyway, so yeah, I think if you, I think you want to you want to be compelling. 
but compelling in a way that says, aha, they're not going to try to, there's not a sales pitch coming and they don't want to send me a resume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I validate. I mean, I, we talked about on a previous episode that you weren't here for, Mitch, was that... I listen. Was the... Uh, oh, well, thank you. I'm glad you listen to your own stuff. Um, <laughs> but, you know, going to, you know, I.A. Brothers and John classically going up like, are you Bob? <laughs> it's like my least favorite part of in-person meetings is finding the person. Right. Yeah, it's like, update the profile picture. Don't do a selfie and you know, lead with your chin. Cause that just doesn't give a good look for anyone <laughs> or people that don't put a, don't include a photo. I find that very frustrating. It's like, yeah. who are you hiding from? Yeah. Right. And you are know, you the million dollar man, <laughs> yeah. reveal yourself. <laughs> and you can actually, you know, just as a little icing on the cake for this is that you can get your, I think you can animate your photo with a GIF or a GIF, whatever you prefer to call it. Um, but it, you can do some sort of animation. You can get creative with its styling which would lean into your brand mm-hmm. instead of just having a photo. And that's something that I think should be, you know, looked at. What do you not just, you should pay attention to what you're wearing. I know everybody's thinking like, well, I don't want to wear a t-shirt on my LinkedIn. Pro-. Well, yeah, it depends, maybe it kind of depends. Yeah, it depends. But at the end of the day, like uh, the, the brand imaging is still a thing and mm-hmm. you want to be able to present yourself in, in a way that is like that. Uh, I had a conversation with uh, Nick and, and we were talking about, how we want people to in employment to dress when they, you know, go to a special event or whatever. And, you know, <laughs> it is, it is kind of an awkward conversation because it sounds like we're saying like, you don't know how to dress, but the example is uh, on what we do. We don't really get the embroidered shirts. We went that route. It looks like we're technicians and not, <laughs> not advertising professionals. I'm here to connect your internet. Yeah. <laughs> so that is not, you know, we don't, we don't want that look at all. Um, and so we went to an after party gala for Cedar Lake and Michaela pulled off the look and you as well. We all did. We got wearing this black tie event, which I'm kind of glad I didn't wear the orange tie because for whatever reason, my stupid brain didn't put that together. That's an orange tie, not black. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, you want to present yourself in your colors. And that's what we do. We have a wider range of colors. We have orange and blue and green and black and white. For God's sake, somewhere in the spectrum of one of those has to be clothing that makes you look good. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, and you know, Michaela wore a white dress with... Uh, it's a bunch of different, like, fall colors. Yeah. I've had that dress for a little bit, and I was like, it's fall. I'm going to wear this. <laughs> but it had all it's the brand pain. colors in it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's something that, you know, I don't think... I'm saying this because I don't think people realize that that's what we do. There's a reason you won't see me in a red shirt, mm-hmm. except in, if it's a short sleeve shirt and I'm just lazy and, you know, I do laundry, then that's when you see me in that one, which will go away. But at the end of the day, that's sort of the what you want to try to strive for. And you do that imagery throughout your social profiles, not just in person. So mm-hmm. that's the tidbit for the day. Anyway. Well, if you like this episode, please be sure to like and subscribe in all the places that you can do that on, and you share this podcast with your friends and tell them about it, and say, hey, these guys are goofy, and they give good advice uh, at some point during the show, and uh, (laughs) if you liked it, you can go to nerdbrandagency.com slash podcast for the latest episodes. It drops every Friday, or it's just best to go to Apple Podcasts, or you can go to Shopify. God, Um, maybe. (laughs) Maybe Shopify. I don't know. Who knows? The world world keeps changing. You know, (laughs) one day Snickers is going to be like, we're not not making candy anymore. Um, Anyways, (laughs) Spotify 
and uh, or any other uh, you know platform you like to listen to podcasts on. Just search for Nerd Brand Podcast, and you'll be able to find the latest episodes. And we hope to see you next week. And remember, keep your nerd brand strong.